Welcome, everyone, to the Trident Sports Podcast. I'm Tim. I'm Wade. I'm Chris. And here we go. Let's do it. Been reading books of old, the legends and the myths, Achilles and his gold, Achilles and his gifts, Spider-Man's control. Hello. Hey, so this one we're going to talk about, well, kind of doping, but I'm thinking more along the lines, because Chris brought up about how Russia might be banned from the Olympics, and I don't even I heard that, but I don't know what's going on. I mean, yes, Russia's always probably cheated when it comes to the doping. I mean, we all saw what Rocky for when he, you know, <laughs> they had the lab. But um, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, I think it's also, you know, that also goes hand in hand with things you should not take for the first time during exercise. <laughs> um, so, what's the what's the biggest scoop on this Russia Olympics thing, Chris? So, so Russia will be banned. Just, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. As a country, but individual athletes can still participate as Russians under the IOC banner. So if they win, it'll be, I forget what the ex- exact acronym is, but it'll be like Athlete for Russia, but they won't play the Russian national anthem. They'll play the IOC, the Olympic Committee anthem. Yeah, no, like no. Um, so the, the, it won't it won't like contribute to the medal count for Russia. It'll just be like this individual athlete who happens to be Russian won silver in the luge. Yeah, like nothing Russian can be there. Like the all the high up politicians are not invited. They can't show up. Yeah, like the Russian uh, <coughs> Olympic Committee. Cannot yeah. be involved. No, no Russian flag, none Russian national anthem. So they yeah. could go as a citizen as of today. Of Russia, I mean, they're they're obviously uh, appealing the decision. But has this ever happened that y'all know of? Uh, uh, Germany, I think. Yeah, Back, was, I, was I think the country that's a, banned them. I think when, huh. but that was more political, right? Like more so than I don't know. Wait, which where you when? I mean, I think I remember something about Germany being banned, but I thought it was athletes. I didn't think the whole country got banned like this. I thought it was banned during the Nazis. Yeah, I was going to say, that was like more political. I mean, 36 was in Berlin. Yeah, but that I was... I can't remember. Some, some, that was, I was watching some TV show, and they were talking about it. It's only happened like one other time, maybe. Huh. So that So that reminds me. So back in the day when you got your USAT card... USA Triathlon membership. They sent you this little booklet that was all the banned substances that you could not take during the race. Everything on that list, most people take regularly. It's not like, I mean, an inhaler mm-hmm. is a banned substance. Oh, like albuterol or something? Yeah. How many people do you know that put the inhaler in their wetsuit when they do a race? Yeah. Or they carry it, you know, like they have it with them all the time. I get it's emergency, but it still aids an advantage. I mean, any kind of decongestant is a banned substance. No spray, it's a banned substance. But you substance. can use it if you have, like, a medical necessity for it, right? Like, But you if to, you had a medical necessity, then you still can't qualify for, like, a championship just because you have a medical reason to use it because it still gives you an advantage. Because what's to, they're not administering it to you. You're then giving yourself this drug because you feel it's necessary well you just have to register it right like like you have to go beforehand and sit before a panel and say 
Yeah, but if you if you go, I mean, if you have ADHD and you're on that list and you have a prescription from your doctor, that's still not a substance. Speed is still not allowed in any sport because it's necessary for you to function as a human. Oh, even if the, even if you tell them beforehand. Yeah. It's so you still, can you can race, you can participate, you just can't qualify for awards or something. Yeah, you're not going to get any kind of championship benefit if you're on one of those banned substances. And I'm just like it's kind of a a double thing, but I mean it's also I mean, we know somebody who in their last big race, their attitude seemed very different like they were very 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 happy and then it was admitted later on that this person took concerta before and during the race which that is, is speed oh <laughs> the problem is they could have died like you don't know how your body reacts during exercise on an amphetamine like that oh so this wasn't something they were never tried it before oh yeah that's you that's... can die like yeah. you can literally have a heart attack and die during exercise during these events because you're not without with drugs, medicine. yeah. <laughs> but it's you know it's that kind of seriousness. But it was just um, to me that I understand the risk in that. I, I don't know that you know like a, a leave something like that to me isn't gonna. Yeah, I can mask the pain, things like that. I mean, I took a leave before I did Vegas just because I know it was gonna hurt later on. It'd take a while, but I don't know that it really helped anything other than probably irritated my stomach more than normal. But <laughs> but it's just you know. I don't know. I think people don't realize when they take stuff like that thinking it's going to help them, and that's not going to help you. Like, that could literally kill you. I don't really know where to go with that, but, I mean, it's, you know, and years ago, I did steroids. Like, I know the advantage of it. Steroids on a very small dosage isn't going to hurt you, but you gain that mentality in the process that you need more and more and more, and that's where people get in trouble. Like, they... You know, these bodybuilders come off, they've been on six different types, and they cycle down to two. Like, their body's never not off of it. That's the a big problem. But endurance athletes, that doesn't help us. You know, like, it's not going to give that benefit. I mean, these guys that did all the blood doping back in the, in the Tour de France and all that stuff, you know, there's rumors of teams having to be woken up in the middle of the night because their blood was so thick it would not pump. They would have died in their sleep had the team doctor not woke them up and had them walk around in the middle of the night. Is that really worth it? I mean, that's crazy to me. Oh, because of the blood they put back in their system was so Because the EPO thick. made their blood so thick that their heart was working just to move it while they were asleep. Oh, wow. I mean, they obviously thought it was worth it. Yeah. They wouldn't. Have, I mean, you watch any of those documentaries, anybody in the moment. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was worth it. Because, I mean, everybody, you know, everybody does it. Yeah. You know, and it, to, you know it's just to think that. I don't know. I don't know what I was going to go with that. I mean, you got to reach a point to where you're like, okay, this is crazy that I'm doing this to this to this. To, you know, it's like, I mean, I don't know how many people I know that take a sleeping pill and then they have to take something else to wake them up in the morning and then something else to go back to sleep. It's like you're canceling out everything your body should be doing when it should be doing it. Don't you realize at some point, okay, this is a problem. Like I'm literally taking pills for everything. I mean, what was it? Romanowski years ago used to take 50 pills a day, like supplements. That can't help you that much. Like to no. me, your body's having to break down so many things, and you're trying to create this person that you weren't supposed to be. Like, well, and I, th I think it's it's how you use them too. So, like, unless you're already doing 
a hundred percent of the things correctly, it's not really gonna like. I think it's gonna be more of a. It, it will help you, but not like it should. Whereas any of these elite athletes that have doped, they're still elite athletes. Like right. that 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 part didn't make them win a race. Right, and you, I mean we know of somebody local who was banned for an illegal substance and it was like something ridiculous like a testosterone patch i mean how much is that really going to boost you know what you're getting supposedly the doctor gave it to him he thought it was okay he thought everything was cleared the guy you know he still didn't ever break the top five or six in a race so he never actually got the money but he got banned for two years (laughs) well it doesn't matter really what you did or didn't do the fact that you're caught with something illegal now makes you guilty. Like it's, you're the one that broke the rules. It doesn't matter what excuse you give at that point on. Yeah, you it know? didn't even so, matter if you were justified in some way. Like you're still, you're a social pariah. You're kind of blacklisted. Right, basically. right. And you just got to kind of disappear for a couple of years till you come back out. Like I don't know how many people that's, you know, happened to in the industry. And it's hard. This is really hard to talk around without like naming names of people because, but still, it's, to me, it's, you know, we're kind of at that level where we're not getting that much gain. But, you know, if you were to do a race and win a thousand bucks, is that worth taking a little something to win the race as an amateur? You know, is it worth the risk? I don't know. Maybe it's a thousand bucks. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'd like to think no. <laughs> right. I mean, it's. But that's probably what everybody else who's ever done it has said, too. So, yeah, right. Yeah. Like, and and that's where you know, like even, you know, like after the Tour de France, um, you know, this well-known cyclist in Austin decided that, you know, he's going to run the New York Marathon. He did like a what, three something marathon, you know the, you know what we're talking about, right? Okay, what cyclist from the Tour de France lives in Austin? Jeez. Oh. <laughs> We've already t- we already mentioned his name. We did. Yeah, you mentioned Why it earlier. I don't think we did. Anyway, um, we did the New York Marathon and it was like super fast. I'm like three hours or something crazy. But they don't test for the New York Marathon. Like it's not like there's any kind of drug testing, so it's possible he could have been on something then to run that fast. I'd like to think not, but you know. Oh, or like residual maybe. No, like he was still. Oh, he was taking still on that program. Not like the cra- No, not like the crazy program. You wouldn't have to take that much to run that much faster at that level. But still, you know, it's a lot of events they don't test at all for. I mean, I I know very few people that have even been tested for triathlons. I mean, I know a couple of people that do, but they're at that elite level and they get tested quite a bit. But still, it's, you know, it's if you were to enter a, a small road race and win a couple hundred bucks consistently, no one tests that. Yeah. So you could totally get away with that. Like, Adderall might help you do that. You know, it's, everybody's got that somewhere. I mean, well, and if all of a sudden you start like, you start like doing PRs that, you know, are not part of your history. Like, I think this has happened before. Like that lady, I forget where she was from, but like she started winning all these races, and the group she trained with was like, "What the hell?" I mean, she's fast, but she's not that fast. And so they started looking at some of the data, looking at like pictures, like from the course and stuff. And she was like, she was cutting the course. She's cutting all these courses. Hmm. <laughs> so, well, I mean, I feel like I feel like you're gonna get outed at some point. 
And I think it's, you know, like I've been around athletes here who their body type changes very quickly. And then at a bike ride at six in the morning, they have a lot of energy. It's like, you know, something probably is going on, be it diet pills, be it something like that, but you're not getting that organically. It's something else is happening. And I just don't see how it doesn't affect their heart rate that it's, you know, I can't take anything like that. Or I, I mean, I get severe anxiety because my heart just goes through the roof. Otherwise, I would love to take something like that. <laughs> I need the energy. But anyway, I just think it's, I don't know. I think it's, I think it happens more in the amateur side than people even realize or even acknowledge. You well, know, it's like, just like the movie Icarus that came out recently that's on Netflix. Like that documentary started out as him trying to win an amateur event, but realizing that he couldn't <clears throat> because everybody was doping. And then it turned into him outsting the Russian scandal. But you should watch that movie. It's good. Well, I'm going to have to. No, I didn't hear about it. You've never heard of Icarus? Maybe I've heard of it, didn't really know what it was. Oh, yeah, you should watch it. It's in, it's insane. It's on Netflix? It's on Netflix, yeah. That's a true story. True story. You heard, it, you heard it here first. But it's in Russia? <laughs> no, it's about a dude making a documentary. Apparently there's a like a Tour de France that's for am- amateurs Okay. over there. <clears throat> and so... He did it one year, and I think he finished, like, 10th overall, and then he doped and finished even worse. But it was basically to show that there's these people out there who, I mean, everybody's doping who's doing this race because he was doping, and he got worse. He finished worse than he did the year before, and they just people kept getting progressively better at this race. But then it turns into him wanting to get pass a drug test through the WADA um, laboratories, and it turned out that he contacted the director of Russian um, bioscience, and he was basically the whole mastermind be- behind the Russians doping. Oh, the, the state-sponsored Sochi- stuff. Yeah. Whoa. It's crazy. And now the dude's in hiding in the America. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, all right. Putin's going to get you, fool. But you should watch it. It's a good, it's a good documentary. Pro- can't believe you haven't seen... I, I'm probably going to tonight now. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. It is. It's a good watch. It's long, but it's a good watch. Like two hours? Yeah, probably. So so the amateur tour de France, is that like is that like triple uh, A? Like the guys that good enough and the they can go pro. I think from anybody that, or? Can, I think anybody can do it, but like it's on the same course as a tour. Oh wow. And it's it looks insane. Like it looks crazy. Huh. All right. But, but yeah. So, okay. Well, I think, I think with that information, yeah, if watch, watch Icarus and eat vegetables. Don't yeah. dope. Eat veggies. <laughs> Copy that. Copy. Later. I've been reading books of old, the legends and the myths, Achilles and his gold, Achilles and his gifts, Spider-Man's control.